0: of product thinking with Kyle Evans. This week, our newsletter and discussion is about what have you failed at recently? Learning in the open and overcoming the fear of failure. So Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, tells the story of a question her father asked her when she was a child. He would sit down And ask her, what did you fail at this week? Uh, So she relates this uh, in an article. I I link in the newsletter. Uh, And she says that he would ask her, you know, what did you fail at this week? Uh, He didn't want to know how many A's she'd gotten, he wasn't interested in how many. Girl Scout cookies she'd sold, how many goals she'd scored, or whether she'd gotten a perfect score on her math test. He wanted to know what she'd failed at. And when she told him, he would give her a high five. This was an important lesson, of course. And, and she said in an interview that I didn't realize at the time how much this advice would define not only my future, but my definition of failure. I've realized as an entrepreneur that so many people don't pursue their idea because they were scared or afraid of what could happen. My dad taught me that failing simply just leads you to the next great thing. So it wasn't about failing, but pushing past her current limits and learning something new. And that obviously helped her when bigger challenges came. And eventually helped her form a multi-billion-dollar company, and led to future success. My kids have recently started learning to ride bikes. To much consternation, you know, we took the training wheels off, and uh, you know they expected to be able to hop on their bikes and ride without any problems. So when they tipped over, they were. Frustrated because it took practice to balance and start and stop and do all of the things that it takes in order to successfully ride a bicycle. But they practiced extensively, really, until they were able to ride uh, nearly flawlessly, very, very well. But of course, that took practice, it took time, it took effort. Uh, Failure is part of everything that we do. We stink at things when we start, but we seem to have this expectation that we will be good at everything, regardless of when we started. Whether that's riding a bike, whether that's talking to people, whether that's leading a team, uh, whether that's things in our personal lives or in our professional lives, we have this notion that We are going to be good or at least relatively good at things, uh, even if we're novices at those things. Few, if any of us, are born with such innate talents that we don't need to hone and refine them. Even fundamental actions take practice, which is why we need to get over our fear of failure. It's not easy. But we need to give ourselves permission to suck at things. You can't become an artist without drawing and painting and really practicing art. Your first attempts will be really, really crappy. You you can't become a good artist without producing really crappy work in the beginning. Maybe some can. I don't think most of us can do that. You can't get good at public speaking without actually getting in front of people and speaking to them. The few the first few times will be very very rocky, most likely. But after that, after the practice and the the trial, I uh, You'll likely become much, much better at it. And each time uh, you will improve and the, you will suck at it in the beginning and get better at it. And that's what it takes to become good at something failing, sucking at it, and then improving. So, how do we do that? Uh, we have to overcome our fear of making mistakes. So, uh, I link in the newsletter this week, and you can find the link to this week's newsletter in the show notes, uh, How to Overcome Your Fear of Making Mistakes. Uh, That's the first article. First, don't be ashamed of your fear. Uh, It's natural, but don't be ashamed. Uh, Second, focus on the process. You can't control the outcomes, but you can control your process. So make progress on that. And finally, keep your eyes open. Don't just focus on potential mistakes, but broaden your view of all the possibilities that lay before you. It's easy to get tripped up by mistakes if you're focusing only on those things. Just like if you're focusing just on not tripping while walking, it's easy to walk into a lamppost. So. You have to broaden your view and take everything in. So, that is the first article. Check that one out. Uh, Next, how to conquer the fear of failure, another article linked in this week's newsletter. The advice from that one, some key points. Remember that you are not your failures. Separate what you do from who you are. Learn and build from each experience. Like Edison uh, may or may not have said, I haven't failed. I've just discovered a thousand ways that don't work. All right, uh, another link, uh, Failure is an Option. This is a podcast that covers a variety of topics. Uh, One of the main discussion points is Google X, where they celebrate failure. So Google X is where they are taking moonshots at Google. They are trying to do the impossible or near impossible, and failing regularly. So this is where they're taking on uh, projects like uh, Google Glass, uh, like Project Loon, and other such moonshots. And not only are they failing, but they are uh, celebrating those failures and actually rewarding when teams fail and acknowledge those failures and move on from them. Uh, so it's a it's a really interesting lesson give that one a listen because failure is expected. And when they determine that something isn't going to work out, they take the lessons from it, they pivot two or three or four times, and then you know they make the decision, is this going to work? Is it going to be something viable? Or do we need to shut it down? And then, you know, how do we move on either to something that is viable for this project? or how do we take what we've learned and take the team members from this thing and move them into something else? Uh, So fascinating company, fascinating division, and fascinating work that they're doing. Uh, The next article, failure is essential for learning, uh, kind of the theme of what we're discussing. We learn from our failures and we learn more from our, our failures than our successes. Because we're pushing the boundaries when we fail more than when we succeed. So we have to have the opportunity to do that. And we have to have the opportunity to learn from it. So, how can we incorporate more of that, more of failing, more of pushing the boundaries into our learning more frequently and more regularly? And finally, a post from Paul Graham Being a noob, uh, we don't like to feel like noobs. It cuts against our grain it cuts against our evolution because it means we're growing and we're pushing outside of our our comfort zone uh so check that one out ultimately failing is part of our learning process it means that we are pushing outside of what we know and that we ultimately can be learning and growing we have to be failing, and we have to be pushing outside of of where we're at if we want to ultimately succeed, in my opinion. And the more we can do that, the more we can learn in the open, the more we can overcome our fear of sucking at things, of looking like noobs, uh, the further we can go and the more we can grow. So check out some of those articles. Uh, don't be afraid of looking like a noob looking like we suck at something initially because everybody sucks in the beginning. Uh, So that is this week's newsletter. Check it out, productthinking.cc. There's a couple other interesting articles and listens. Over half of Americans, over 18, have received at least one vaccine shot. Uh, That is amazing. Uh, We knew it would happen about this time. uh, the US has uh, struggled in some ways, has succeeded in others. And that's pretty much a success story from the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the vaccine uh, distribution. So an exciting thing to to celebrate amid some good things and some bad things that have happened in this pandemic. So uh, interesting to kind of check that out. Uh, and then Finally, an interesting podcast email is making us miserable. Uh, We already knew that, right? Email wasn't necessarily made for collaboration in the way that we do that and kind of lump in the other communication tools that we use. So uh, Slack and Teams and uh, chat and everything else, you're not off the hook here. Uh, uh, We weren't made to communicate and collaborate like we necessarily do but here we are and what can we do about it? You know, we we need time to be able to disconnect and do meaningful, deep work. But the way that we have our days scheduled and the way that we're connected doesn't allow for that. I've wrote about that with some of uh, my other posts and you can check those out. But what are some of the solutions? I, I think we'll probably dive into some of that a little bit later but you can check out that podcast it's an interesting one and if you like this uh this podcast uh and this newsletter you can obviously follow you can subscribe for the free newsletter uh, that is obviously free uh, you can subscribe for the paid newsletter uh, where you can get some bonus content each month some longer reads and information, uh, that come out a few extra times each month and, and support what I am doing with product thinking. Or if you just want to leave a, a one-time tip, uh, you can do that in the link, uh, buy me a coffee, uh, or just share, uh, for, you know, for others to know about this newsletter, this podcast. I appreciate that. Give us a shout out, that would be awesome too. So, uh, that is it for this week. I look forward to seeing you next time. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans, and we'll see you again soon.